you're here and I'm glad you came. Welcome to my bestie life. If we haven't met before, hi, I'm AJ, a trauma anxiety life coach. I'll help you turn your pain into your power. And my buddy Allie is a weight loss, health and wellness mindset coach. So together we've got you covered. We're here in the trenches, authentically us, bringing clarity, strategy, and a whole lot of love to life's biggest challenges. Buckle up babies, no subject is off limits. Good morning. It is hot, hot, hot here in Canada. And my Canadian um, ass is melting. It is like 102, I think, in America. And uh, here it's like 40, 40 something. Hot, hot, hot. Anyway, today we are going to be joined with Lady Hollywood. Uh, Lady Holly uh, at Lady Hollywood. And she is an amazing human being, a good friend, and we actually have the same spiritual mentor. Allie is uh, on vacation today, which is good. I've heard vacations are awesome. I'm going to have to check it out sometime. But right now, I am here with you, and it couldn't be any better. Uh, I hope you're well. Um, one thing, uh, yeah. It's just so hot. It's been really good to get into the garden. And one part of my spiritual practice that has been really, really fun in this last while is looking at plants and allowing them to be totems for me. So what I mean by that is like looking at, um, I was actually researching potatoes this morning. <laughs> Hi, Joe. It's good to see you. Uh, because I love potatoes so much and I grow some in my garden because they're just so easy to grow. And I was looking at them and I was researching, well, what can I possibly do with the tomato or the potato leaves just to see if there's any, you know, use any, I don't, I'm sure there's spells and stuff for that, but I kind of just wanted to learn about the plant itself. And one thing that I, when I was doing my meditation on potatoes, which sounds so weird, I was learning about how the leaves are actually quite poisonous. And it's the tuber, which is the only part of the plant that you can eat. And so as I was researching that, it kind of brought me to this realization that, you know, there's so much... Um, Sorry, I'm just like waving at people and looking for Lady Holly to see if she's hopped on yet. Okay, so uh, Holly, uh, just request to join and then I will uh, put you on there. So as I was doing this meditation on potatoes, it, it came. I came to this realization that so much of our work, so much of the meat, hello and hello. Oh, it's so good. Okay, view. It, so much of our inner and. It's all beneath the surface and it's all below and we, we don't, it's not, okay, here we go. <laughs> talking and going live at the same time. It's really hard. Hello, Holly. Hello, lovey. <laughs> Are you in New York right now still? I am in New York. Yes. I have made How it is it there? It's, good. <laughs> it's nice and it's nice and uh, it's, it's getting hot finally. Texas is hella hot and now New York is trying to catch up. So I'm excited. I can only imagine my Canadian butt is just melting. Oh, we're sorry. <laughs> we're not we're not used to this. It's like I was just saying it's like forty degrees, which I think is like one oh two in, in Fahrenheit. Yeah. Yes, hot. Yeah. It's hot. 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 So where are you? Wherever I forget where you are located. I'm on Vancouver, so it's right. about two hours north of Seattle. Right, 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 right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Your butt's hot. Just saying. My butt's hot. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I want to hear about you. Oh, you do so much amazing work, and I get to hear about it every month because we we have the same spiritual mentor and we meet every month. Yes. And I I so enjoy hearing your stories and about your work. I want to know more about you and what you do. Awesome. Um, goodness, I transitioned. I think uh, most people, I guess, the beginning of my career knew me as a R&B singer, as a artist, as an actor, was an actor, uh, artist. I went to school for theater um, and then I fell in love with, with singing and um, shout out to my, my fame kids, right? Because they, 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 after hours, took me to a Pentecostal church and I learned how to belt and I learned how to sing in a different, just a different way. I had never sung like that. Um, I grew up pretty hippie like my mom, shout out to my mom. Uh, we were very, very much Unitarian Universalists and so, <laughs> I grew up Unitarian. See, I knew we, I knew, I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> so I actually got married in the big church in 79th Street and 70 Park in, Cent in Central Park West. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So big, a big, big time, you know. Um, and, and, I, and I, at the time I call her a hippie because she was just so much into that movement, but she wasn't a hippie. She was, she was me, just young, you know, just, I didn't know what that, knew what spiritual, um, a, a, a spiritual life would be and those modalities. And so, yeah, I grew up around a lot of spiritual, wonderful, you know, wonder women, wonder making women and men um, who were, you know, at that time called, they were called hippies because they played guitar. We drank wine, we ate cheese and crackers and half of them were vegan or were pescatarian. And I'm sure they smoked herb, but you know, around the young person, I didn't, I didn't see those moments. Um, they did really good job back then of hiding their, um, their, their medicinal use. Um, and and then I, you know, um, uh, once I started, you know, kind of with that foundation, um, what was I saying? Opera. I, I played piano. I played the flute, um, play the recorder. And so, you know, I had these wonderful outdoor festivals. You know, you're out there with your recorder, like getting it in. Um, I, you know, timber, anything. My, my mother's finger castanets, anything. Like, you know, just anything that was musical. Um, and people on uh, the new modality clubhouse go, oh, well, you know, you're always surrounded by music. Um, and I'm like, because I am. You know, I'm, I learned that I am, I am the pink unicorn and I am, I am the music. Um, so, of course, career in film and news and entertainment. And then I segued into uh, human resources, like from a professional side of my life. Right. And then um, I, um, you know, wanted to have children. I've always subscribed to being this Wonder Woman. I've always had this moment of duality where I was neurally linguistically programmed. So if you could put tapes on in my ear overnight, I would learn the subject matter. And so I was skipped a few times in my lifetime. Um, so when I got, but I wanted to go to high school and have a traditional high school experience. Um, so imagine like having your six-year-old having a like, you know, college level, reading level. Like, so my mother was just like, okay, she's, she came out and we don't know what to do with her. Like we, <laughs> but I would know where things were. And thank God to my abuela because she took me all over the world in a sense. And so I got to go to countries um, because my mom was working and my grandmother was retired. So I got to go hang out with my grandmother and her buddies, right? So I love the elders. I love, love them. I miss them um, in 3D a lot because I don't have any of them left. Um, but I got the beauty of being the fifth generation uh, growing up with all of my paternal and maternal grandparents, which was absolutely uh, astounding um so again so well traveled by the time i was uh you know 10 i already had i was working on passport number two uh, in my teenage years and um 
decided I wanted to do, I wanted to be Oprah at first. I think that's what I wanted to be. Um, and people have shot me down and said that that wasn't a way for me to go um, in terms of like, you know, trying to do it through a traditional news channel. Um, and that I would have to start back in my career again and be like, you know, the, hi, this is a local weather and my name is Holly. And, you know, and I would have to do that. And so that wasn't appealing because I was already making six figures and I already had the big desk. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to give all that up yet. Um, and I, and I didn't subscribe to knowing that I was really feminine uh, or in my feminine divinity. I thought I was Kyle. Um, I talk about it in some of my books um, that I thought I was a white man, six foot one, really cute, whose name is Kyle. And I, oh. I did, I did, I, I, um, because I was chasing money. I was chasing the almighty dollar. I was chasing, um, you know, this, this level of, of wealth that I saw my, you know, you know, white male counterparts achieving. And so I wanted it. And so I, I subscribed to going after it. So needless to say, after that, I'm still doing my music. Well, let's, let's not ever get it twisted. Um, music is a part of who I am. And I'm never, ever, I never let that, I don't feel that is uh, work. I feel that that is me. And so I don't ever give up my music. So um, even now, like I have a whole new project ready to go. Actually, two projects, which is, you know, like I feel like I'm birthing twins because um, on one side of the house, the music was so dope and I wanted to do that. And then I, you know, hung out, started hanging out in Clubhouse and got to like hang out with Jimmy Jam and like all these people who I would not have had access to again on a, on a regular basis and especially not during COVID. So you know, they encourage me, um, Arden Altino and Jerry Wonder, like, like, so all my musical friends have encouraged me to, to drop this record, Super Dave West, shout out to you, um, and Sim Stevenson, like, they encouraged me to do this thing um, with frequency. Um, and I was like, can, can I, can I write music in the frequency of love? Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Because frequency of love, that's, that's the spirit of music to you, isn't it? Like, just from hearing what you were just saying. Yeah. So, from four, so I've got this wide range of frequency to, to work with. So I think I nailed it. I think I did. I think I did. I think I did. <laughs> I think I nailed it. Um, and then my clubhouse family, heart space, oh, well, you know, shout out to my heart spaces, my womb spaces, my universes, but they encouraged me to do affirmations. Um, uh, and so when we were kind of all getting together, I think one of the things that kind of kept us together through COVID was that we did this ritualistic kind of um, um, spirit training and we were focused on our individual spiritual journeys but that we were doing you know affirming our souls in a collective which I thought was like oh my god do I've been doing this work on the spiritual side for so long that would be that's fantastic like how how does that happen like how does it, you know a, a, a thing create this harmony where all of us can be together where we all have the ability to see each other even though we can't see each other Oh, so that was just like riveting. Um, and um, so on the, on the, I guess, probably about right around when I got divorced, I was married for 20 some odd years. And so when I got divorced, my daughters, uh, all my kids, uh, five kids were sitting around the dinner table. And I just felt really sorry for my daughters in mm. a way that I wasn't sorry for my sons because my, my, my son is a twin with his twin sister but he is absolutely fabulously wonderfully gay and, and just experimental. I, I, I tease him sometimes and I call him um, that he's trisexual because sometimes I feel like he'll try anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I love you, Christian. I know no shade. It's just like, you know, he just, he's such a free spirit. He has no, he, if he wants it, he goes and gets it. Like it's just, it's fabulous to watch. Um, and so uh, 
you know, watching them. So like my, my oldest daughter, Noelle and, and Bianca and, and Zoe was a little one and my other son, Aaron, all sitting around. And they were talking about sexuality. So imagine having a mom like me who, who works in, in sex uh, education and pleasure as the principal of your of your life. I'm building my practice. I call it Know Thy Sex. And and I'm like, yeah, because the things that my daughter were ha my daughters were having to normalize at such a young age, I hadn't been exposed to. Right. I hadn't. I can honestly tell you, I, you know, my mom did a really great job of growing me up. Even though I was thirsty to grow up, she didn't grow me up. She allowed me to have my own experiences. And what was phenomenal was that the, um, the beauty was I got to meet. So because of my age, I was in school with people who were oh, way older than me because I had been skipped. So I like, I had this I have this wide range of friends that, that range in age from like 70 something to like, you know, I've got like, you know, little people in my life. Um, so that was fantastic. So, so in doing that and some, some of my spiritual mentors and then, or um, people that I worked with, that, with the exception of like Tony Robbins, I think I've worked with them and now Grant, well now Grant Cardone, well we want to work together, but we just, there's no time. But I feel like I've worked with everybody because from a, um, you know, just the ability to, uh, spend money on oneself to professionally develop, mm. especially, especially in, the, in, a, in a position where I wasn't um, going to, you know, I was like, I don't want to do another, you know, like, I'm not going to go back to school to do a whole different modality. I'll do certifications in X, Y, and Z. So it was fascinating. So for, for me, if you talk about love energy, then Kundalini energy became interesting to me. So I, of course I went to, um, um, uh, Ram, you know, to just university, just kind of like uh, of um, of tantric tantric sex. So then I went to um, the Ramda Institute, and then I went uh, to um, California, which is my home. Uh, and Nicole Dedone did this presentation, and so a friend of mine was like, "Get in this class. This is for you. It's right on your path. It's about extended orgasm." And I was like. <laughs> Okay. Well, now you got my attention. I was like, well, now you had me at orgasm. And I was like, all right, I'm in there. And um, so I go sit through this class and it was, it was for facilitated facilitators. So it wasn't just like, like, you know, it was people off the street. It was people who were looking at adding this as a modality to their offering in terms of what, if they were sex educators or whatever. And so instantly in the middle of the room, there's this man and she's walking us through the process and this woman comes out and she gets naked from you know, her waist down and she sits on these pillows and she for 15 minutes has a freaking orgasms over and over and over again. And I'm sitting there going, uh, this is not going to work in the black community. I, I don't think I can do this. I really, I, I can do a lot of shit, but I don't, sorry, I was like, I don't know that I can do that right there in the black community. I can't, I don't think I can do it. And uh, she started laughing like you, and but I was serious. I was like, yeah, no, I don't know how to sell that. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to build my practice around doing that right there, just that. And she was like, no, you don't understand how many women don't fake it and how many women need it and how many men need to learn how to do it. Um, and I was like, she's got a point. Um, she's got a point. Was she self-stimulating or were they, they partners working together? No, so they were partners working together. So in the practice, we have a stroke, what we have is called a stroker and you have your, in, in yourself, right? Um, and so... Uh, that was the intro into Om, um, and unfortunately, you know how things this thing works. You start talking about spiritual life. You start talking about the fact that love energy keeps you in this Kundalini energy, so everybody gets very sexual and very heightened, heightenedly aware of their sexuality and wants to be free. And so then they had all this, you know, um, uh, 
joy and rapture. And so they kind of got into this cult like living style and like these community community living arrangements. And um, I forgot who the newscaster news person was who kind of investigated and kind of broke up all of that piece of it. So while she got it trademarked, so the so the the actual method is trademarked. The mm -hmm. practice is no longer um, uh, like a, it was actually very global. It was, it was getting a lot of momentum. It was on everything, and it was deemed a cult. Sort of, kinda, yeah. Uh, without saying that, they, they I think the New York Times article referred to it like that. Um, where is they, that true or not true? Just from somebody who's no. No, I mean, no, I mean, I didn't do the living. I took the classes and I got my certification and I got the app and I was good. Like I was on, on my way. Um, yeah. What they were doing was doing this repeat, like, you know, paying and all of a sudden staying and living and the, mm. you know, the, the, the strokers are, are men. And so they wound up staying and like hanging out. And then I, I don't I really don't know how it all kind of came to play, but it was like this whole big community. Um, and so they busted it up and it was over. So, you know, I, I I'm without the tool because the app was amazing um, mm. because they took it down. Um, or she took it down. Um, but it was great to be able to know that there was a practice that, that I firmly believed in. I still firmly believe in it. Um, I now call it um, euphoric orgasm. So oh, euphoric oming, because at, at 15 minutes, you should be in euphoria. <laughs> you should, if you're not yeah. in euphoria by then, honey, I, I can't tell you. You need, we need, we need all the kinds of other tools. Um, so there's Kundalini energy and then there's Tantra energy. And this is where they were joining? Like, yes. can you kind of maybe t explain <laughs> to me, like, the difference between, like, I'm familiar with Tantra and I'm familiar with Kundalini, but mm -hmm. tell me about, a little bit about the difference and how they were marrying together in this practice that you do. Well, she, 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 well, we, we marry it in that, so for men, it's around um, delaying orgasm, and for women, it's around, so, so like, putting the, the woman first, in a sense, or the female partner first, so, sorry, ooh. I'm using all my wrong wrong verbs today. The woman, the person with the vagina goes first, right? Who's who's who, <laughs> right? Um, if you're in a heteronormative relationship, or if you're in a, a same-sex relationship, it's the partner who who you deem as you know you want to give pleasure to, right? So I want to clear that up. Um, and so it is all around cl clitoral stimulation, but it through breath work and through that relaxation and through a absolute commitment to that person for 15 minutes where it's not about you. It is really about satisfying um, and getting you to a place of orgasm um, and expression that makes you feel, and of course now that I've added the E, euphoric. Like you just, you walk away, whether you have sex or not, mm -hmm. um, you're, you're in this wonderful state and it, and it becomes this, you derive energy. You learn how to take that or orgasmic energy and fuel everything that you're doing. So um, for me, it's like, you know, if I'm tired, if I go to have an extended orgasm, hell, I'll get up and do like a whole closet. I'll reorganize my drawers. Like it, it, I get energy. Like women, it's unfortunate that, that we're, we gain power. Like I have the power. We turn into He-Man after a good orgasm and we can have multiple. Um, men don't. And so uh, that's how I started to then break my practice down, which was no, now it's know thy sex to know thyself is really what I, what I've called it or what I've rebranded it as because there are so many pieces of this that from a spiritual perspective needed to be explored. Like you said, like people know are familiar with Kundalini or they're familiar, they've taken a Tantra class, but then how do I, how do I sit in and understand my own pleasure? And I think that that was for me, the biggest part the biggest part that was missing is that we were using these devices and i just was afraid 
that my kids would, would lose touch. Like they weren't going to have conversations anymore. Um, the fact that you can swipe left or right and, and like get a hookup and it's art. There's no art to it anymore. There's no, it, there's nothing like if I can swipe left and like send you a couple of pics and then I know I'm going to get it. It's like, well, okay. It's like McDonald's of sex now. I'm like, I'm so sorry. We gave you fast food. because. <laughs> Honey, they, these aren't the fries. These aren't the, sometimes it's just not the fries to go. Um, and so, yeah, so that's literally um, some of the work that I had done. And then right, I guess right before I started to do the training around the practice, I had been all, I traveled all over the world. And so I started working with a doctor um, uh, when I was in Dubai and in Africa to, to be, bring awareness to female mutilation of the genitalia. Mm. And so the fact to me that that was still happening, the fact that women were still getting raped globally at, at a volume. And so I worked on the, the Gates Millennial Developmental Goals around female reproductive uh, rights and reproductive health. And it was a big thing because again, I'm, I have five kids. Like I, I am the poster child for female reproductive, <laughs> female reproductive things working. Um, and so I, um, that was just part of my, part of my, after coming out of corporate America and, and, and being in touch with not being a woman for so long, I dived into to everything all about women, especially about women's health. Um, mm. That's just fascinating, like, because I want to know about that journey from moving from Kyle, <laughs> white man Kyle, to yeah. fully uh, encompassed divine feminine Holly, a Wonder yeah. Woman Holly now. Like, how did that happen? It happened because I had a miscarriage in between my three oldest children and my son i'm so sorry um no the universe is divine like i have i have expressed so much gratitude but it was wild to carry a child and not have the heart develop so the mm. heart there was no heartbeat um and in that moment i was like whoa like you know guy men can't do this like and the fact that then we we, we were going to try again um and and sitting in that and watching my ex-husband kind of grieve that, um, and and I grieve that, and there's you know um, the, the siblings didn't know, you know his siblings didn't know, um, but just to to sit with that in a moment of kind of a retreat, I had gone off to do yoga, which I you know I love people who do yoga, but yoga and I are not friends um, because it's <laughs> I have too much going on. Like yoga, like I like hot yoga. I like some of the poses. I just don't like the communal. We're gonna all sit and do yoga moment. Mm -mm. I, I, I'm very, um, I'm very tennis. I'm very uh, A type. I'm very, I'm very like. Can I do yoga by myself? Okay, good. give me the guided meditation. I'll go do it myself. Uh, I, I like the breathing exercises. Like I like some of the stretches, um, but like to get into it as a rigor um, wasn't my thing. Coming out of like uh, sports and, and doing other stuff. So I had gone on this retreat, and. Um, I had a spiritual bath um, and I had walked into a ceremony of Orishas and I forgot what it was called now. Orishas and the warrior, <laughs> which I thought was riveting to this day. It um, made me kind of dive in to my ancestral roots um, in a way that my uh, abuela would have been very proud because I was like, mm -hmm. I was forced to sit in all, everything that I was. So my Puerto Rican, which is Teano Indian, my Native American Indian, which is Sioux in Northern Grand Cherokee, my German and my African. And I was like, wow, I really, gotta, I, I, I really am out of touch because I'm not going to hit that. I'm, I'm hitting a glass ceiling. I am not a white man. Um, 
while I have all the information that I can possibly have and know how and I can hang, I, I definitely got a, a card. Um, and then I went to Africa again. And I hadn't been to Africa since I had been in, in undergrad. Um, so I hadn't been in Kenya for years. And so I think it was 20, had to be 20, what year was it? Ooh, I forgot what year it was. Tw 2000, actually, no, the peak of 2000. And mm. I got to go back to, because my son was like, so, so we, we birthed, birthed, no, no, 98, because I, we birthed him. I was going to say, because he was born in 99. So 98, had to be 98. And um, I felt like I was home. I had this divine experience. And I was like, whoa. Um, got it. Like, I got the downloads. Um, and of course, I had gone to Egypt. And so that's where people, people go, well, what is this thing about you in Egypt? And Egypt for me was this unveiling of the new me when I realized mm -hmm. I was a goddess. Like, I, I looked on the wall and I saw this hieroglyph and I was like, I, I, it was like a mirror experience. And I was just like, that looks like me. Like, that looks like me. <laughs> you know, I just had this um, wonderful epiphany in, in the temple of Hatshepsut. Uh, and so I she love was, her. yeah, she's the only female that convinced, you know, the world that she was a god amongst men. And so I was like, oh, it goes with my Diana theme. It's all making sense. It's all plugging in. Like the was that song? All coming back, all coming back to me now. <laughs> and so I'm like plugging in. Like okay, it's all making sense. And that's when I decided that that my life had changed and that I had had been rebirthed in in a sense. Um, in 2000, I went again went, and then went to Greece uh, and Turkey. And then like, so I just started to, cause I had, I had done so much traveling as a young person and then stopped to, to be a, a wife and a mom and, and climb the corporate ladder. But we always had corporate offices, but I, and I took these wonderful vacations, but I didn't sit anywhere like for any length of time. And so for me, Egypt has been uh, an educational factor. Matter of fact, we're going again, I'm taking whoever wants to go. It's an open trip. Uh, I, I don't have any, um, the way I did it right before the COVID was that it, it was my mom's 80th birthday, my 50th birthday, and my daughter's 14th birthday. So we called it 80-14-50. And so now we're going again because there's a solar eclipse at the Temple of Abu Samel, and I'm doing it with Yoniverse on Clubhouse. So, and so the womb space is going to take whomever wants to go in their divine feminine or masculine energy and go watch the solar eclipse with me and feel that red rock. And <laughs> so I, there are sh different chakras in the world. And I want to make sure I visit them all in the next two years. Oh my gosh. Okay. So everything you say, I'm like, we could either go down this hole or this metal, <laughs> but <laughs> cause there's so much here, but let's talk about that, that moment when you have your divine download and you know who you are. How do you change your life or how does your life reflect this interchange that you've just birthed? Um, I started, uh, so four agreements became a, a big part of my life. Um, uh, Queen of Fua, Sacred Woman became a big part of my life and actually understanding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bought that book. My sister dated her son um, like before he became, before he was Supernova Salam. Yeah, so he went to my, he's an alma mater from my high school. And so, um, and then all of the Ailey dancers, and so it's deep down inside, I am a dancer, right? I think there is a dancer in there somewhere. Just, I don't have the feet. I don't have the, like, the curved toes, like all my dancer friends. And, uh, you know, and I was definitely an acting major. But in my heart, I'm a dancer. And so um, they all used to go out and go to Queen of Fuwa, like, go to the bathhouse. Like, we, and in, in New York, there's just, like, there was, like, a spot where you hang out and go to the bathhouses. And, and then um, 
um, because dancers need to be a certain weight, they they introduced me to colon cleanses and things of that nature. And Queen Lafua had this whole you know spot in New York where you can go do all this. And so, of course, then I went on one of the retreats, and then I um, got a chance to hang out with uh, this conference that Dr. Sebi, before he um, got very, very too old to, to start doing conferences, um, and he broke down CMOS for me, and he broke down um, uh, just a human experience um, in a way that I hadn't heard that I've, it validated what I had heard. So Rosetta Lenoir, who used to be on Family Matters, who was a grandmother, was like, if I cut you, you're going to bleed, and we're going to bleed. We all, we all bleed the same. So the fact mm -hmm. that we subscribe to the fact that there's a color is, un, is unfortunate. Um, and it wasn't then later in life uh, to meeting Dr. Jill Pukram, who is an OBGYN and absolutely anointed on her, her just on her grind, that she broke down human in terms of the, the amount of melanin in one's skin. So that the, so the, our verbiage after I did her brain balancing course was melanin dominant, melanin recessive. So that we're all the same, we're all made from the same, you know, our, our microtubule systems are carrying the same information, which is that some of us have more melanin than others. Now that's simply what it's about. And so for us to be racist and for us to have a problem with it is something that we taught ourselves. You have to teach somebody to hate you. Um, and so again, we're, you know, working in, in music still always, that's always a love frequency. So that, that always will always be a foundation of, or uh, my grounding moment of when, if I feel like the world is spiraling, it'll be about some music. It'll be about me creating. It'll be about me hearing um, the cacophony that is nightfall in Texas and community like two weeks ago. It was like, I, I don't need music. This is all music. This is, this is the beat of the, the, the water hitting the thing like, over by, like anywhere I am is always going to be, a, there's always a soundtrack, whether it's nature soundtrack or one that I put on, on to have, um, amplified um, and that's that was when the, the big aha moment came and again then the to tie it into the the sexual energy because of course after I got divorced I was like you know I was thought in a bot and I was a hoe and so I was like I was like wow I had I've had sex with one person for so long I need to go spend spread my wings and now I know this new thing I know this I know how to do this thing um, and I know how to teach other people how to do this thing I guess, and, and so in terms of finding myself through my own sexual expression, I then, you know, started to bolt on all the stuff that I wanted to learn about. I had already done um, massage through the Swedish Institute, so I, uh, Rama Institute, like, so I'm like, I'm like knocking them down in terms of all the stuff that I was learning, um, starting to look at what, you know, crystals were and go on that journey. I had so many women around me who were also light healers who were doing their yoga, their, um, uh, their, uh, all the different modalities of the different yoga. The, I forget the question, whatever the names of these different yogas are and Kripalu and all this different stuff. And then I have a wonderful friend who works for um, uh, one of the uh, yoga institutes. And so Luke Ketterhagen is my, that's my dude. And so his whole family, you know, lives at the, uh, lived at the um, ashram. And so they had gone to India and, they, and, and you know, so it's it, like, it, it was amazing to me how the practice of yoga and how the practice of energy work um, became something big. Then I went to Nigeria. And in Nigeria, that was major because that was a moment of getting to see a babalao really work with <clears throat> individuals and understanding how someone is picked to be a healer um, and picked to to understand that they have this power this god-given power you know if you want to call it the universe um that moment of you had the healing in your hands kind of moment and so i was like oh we're watching that happen um is when i kind of kind of it all clicked that 
I don't know what to call it, but it's gonna be me, right? So it's gonna be, I don't know what, I don't know what, what, what to, how to brand it, how to market it, because there are so many different pieces of this. Um, working with women behind the veil, there's different issues. Working with women here, different issues. Um, but then I started working with men, which is hysterical, because I was like, whoa, like, what is it about me that, that brings men um, as clients? And it was really because I was Kyle. Um, and so I do resonate um, as that girl dude. And so they feel, I, I know how to make them feel very comfortable because I thought I was one. Um, so I love it. It's like the full circle of that moment of where it comes from brokenness, but then fully empowered and healed and working to heal you and so many more that gives me goosebumps. That's amazing. <laughs> I like goosebumps. Goosebumps are good. Goosebumps are good. So you have this download that you are a healer, this almost like anointing, the spiritual anointing of becoming a healer. So you moved from corporate America to start working your own practice. So I uh, do my own practice. I started doing nonprofits because I wanted to you know, see the world, kind of understand this mission that I was uh, was geared on, and then now transitioning out of out of corporate to my own practice. So that's what I'm doing now. Is that making that making that leap of faith is like you know, gaining the last bits of the the formative information that I want, uh, and gaining the the understanding the community. And I think one of the things the clubhouse has done is allowed me to do it in like nano time because, I, in one fell swoop, I've got different people in a room. Um, uh, who are from, you know, different parts of the world. And so I don't have to go to all those places versus plug in and then, and then bolt on and develop um, partner partnerships and friendships and do the work. Uh, COVID taught us that we could do the work remotely. I was really, really sad that I, that I was like, oh, you're venturing into this and now COVID happens and you need to be with the person. Um, there's something about a good camera um, and, a, and, a, and energy that I had to get over that. Because it's not, it wasn't about the being in person. It was, it's about the work, and the work is energy work. And so, it, it the phone or the or the camera, it can it can also suffice. Mm, connecting with people, regardless. Yeah. yeah, you just have to do. You just have to make it. It's just a little harder, um, you know, to to concentrate and to make sure you set a conscious intention to that focus on it. But yes, it is definitely not a hindrance to this work. So what exactly are you doing and how can people find you? So um, uh, knowthysex.com, ladyholly.com, um, Lady Hollywood on, on social platforms only because, you know, the, the plant people, because holly, holly is a tree. And uh, <laughs> the other little girl does anime. So I know them all uh, because it's like, can I have my name back? You know, but it was too late. You know, you had to be first. I had to be first online. I wasn't first online. Um, but I do have my, I do own my ladyholly.com and knowthysex.com. And um, again, Instagram, of course, is Lady Hollywood. Um, Facebook, I think, is also Lady Hollywood uh, or The Lady Holly. Um, and um, Instagram is The Lady Sings uh, mm. on, on Insta. No, on, on tw tw Twitter. That's right. Uh, Twitter is the lady sings so yeah I'm I'm socially full I'm on Snapchat I mean but it's always Lady Holly or Lady Hollywood if I don't get if I didn't get just the, the Lady Holly so how does someone know that they're ready to work with you like what would they come to you to work on for does that make it no, <laughs> that no it's interesting somebody just asked me this in retreat and so they said well you know I I handle the babies and I was like well yeah I don't do the babies so much I, I I'm not there to help you with whether or not you have a spiritual calling I'm not that person I'm not the person to help you go into your aha moment I'm your person that helps you after you start amassing your tools and you kind of know what your purpose where your purpose and destiny is kind of aligned um and then to flesh that out so I know a lot of my 
clients are you know finding where their divinity is finding that they're soft no they know that they're sovereign they know that they're seeking this divinity but they're stepping into it in a way like i really want to you know it's, it's all about my this and whatever that this is then we we work through that to explore it um it, it, trauma um so a lot of people have a lot of layers to pull back so that they can get into their expanded consciousness um and be able to operate and manifest at a different level and so i do a lot of that work i wind up doing that a lot um because people just have come there's a lot of a lot of stuff that people have told people that they can't that they're not good enough that they're that you know the industry did x i went to school for x but i'm trying to segue into y and interestingly enough my both my careers in human resources help because then i have tools to help them through you know career shift and transition while they're manifesting to get to their purpose so whatever their purpose is is always underlining so a lot of it is a lot around grooming folks for um, that next level success, especially around business. Uh, a couple of my clients are crushing this, crushing life right now because they, they're getting in alignment um, and, and, you know, having the courage to be able to say, I need, it's time to work with somebody to, to get you there. Um, I think is how, you know, we all met because that's when I said, I need somebody to help put the light back in my lamp um, and how I got to Duran, right? So it's like, you know, Duran Alchemy, shout out. Um, yeah, without, without you, we wouldn't have met, right? So, um, yeah, so it's that moment of, 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 of my saying, it's like the diamond on my hand doesn't remember being a piece of coal. And so I'm here to, I'm here to buff you because I'm the diamond too. So it's like, I, so I can, I can buff you. I can make sure you, you shine bright, um, you know, hone it in on a different level. And so that's the, that's the level. So I, I would say I, I get the, um, advanced, the, the intermediate to advanced level folks. Um, and then I hand you, I would hand you off to a, to a, uh, a queen of Fua, you know what I mean? In terms of, uh, if you, because I, I would say she's, we're, we're different in, in many, many terms, but she's got so much rich history. Um, so that she would be the masterclass person, you know, um, uh, you know, like just uh, when you watch Jada Pinkett and she had all this, you know, she has like six people that she works with in her life. And I, queen of Fua, we all cried. We were all like, we're all calling each other like, that was so because, for an entertainer to admit that that's how many people it takes to get them in the right place. And I don't know if you noticed, the Jada's wrapping her hair now. It's like, ah, she understands where her light is. She understands to keep it covered. She understands to keep grounded. Like there's certain things that people, that, that I just changed in my life. Sorry, I've gotten a New York um, summertime bikers. The highway was closed all day. And so now it's open. So. We call it Biker Sunday, so now the, the the traffic is back. So now I hear it. Interestingly enough, um, but yeah, so I, I love that moment of her expressing herself, wanting to find herself, and then knowing that she has these these wonderful folks that she reaches out to to help support the the person that she is every day, to be able to show up and and do the work that she's 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 um, got planned for the universe is amazing so that was that was great to see that was absolutely great to see and knowing that queen of fool was one of them that was yeah yeah and how powerful for a person in like i don't know um social authority to be like no i need all these people to support me because it totally shoots down that thing like you need to do it on your own right. or yeah which is a complete lie <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah so you work with people kind of transitioning from that moment of having their instant download to how do I play with this new found self? Yep. Um, do you work mostly with like spiritual entrepreneurs or um, people looking for sexual enlightenment? Like both, 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 mm -hmm. both equally. Beautiful. Yes, ma'am. 
and people who, who I, we've, we've termed uh, low vibration, they're doing their low vibrational shrooms where they're sitting in ego still. Um, and so while I you know, encourage them to go find someone to remove ego, um, I love the fact that they know that they are sitting in ego and so shifting to allow ego to work for you versus you working for your ego is very, very important once you get to this level. Yeah, because we can't eliminate ego. We have to work with it. Well, she works for me. Yeah. She's my, she's my protector. She's like my big dog. Like, people don't understand. Ego is there to protect you. And so yes. when, you, when you think about why ego is, it, it, why it's important to, to get a handle on it, it's because that, that is like, when I need the ego, it's like, all right. She, uh, when the, the, the Wonder Twin powers, it's like, all right, ego, come on. Let's, let's get it. I need you to go do X, Y, and Z. Uh, you know, she's on the payroll. She's there, but I, you know, she's in slow and check. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But not necessarily running the show anymore. You got, it. you got it. I could talk to you all day, but I know you're in New York with family and have so much going on. So I, I want to let you go. But if there's one piece of wisdom that you would tell like other young men and women and them sitting around the table, like you, you were thinking with your own kids, what would you, what would you leave us with? that there is a you have a heart song mm. and you there's nobody that can ever 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 take that melody or rhythm away from you and it's the things that you bolt on in life that become the song to it so, so that become the melody that become the the movement of the of the music right so you may have like just a little portion of it and you might hear hear it it's how you layer on the other components um, and like a soulmate potentially is the melody to your harmony or the, the, the rhythm to your, you know, however you see yourself. Um, but know that when you don't fulfill it, it, it almost just continues to play. It never, it never dies out. You, you hear it. And I think being able to sit with yourself and know that it's your song and that you get to sing it and you get to sing it loud and that we would want to share because then the frequency of love, I feel like, and in in cosmically, I want to hear that melody. You know, I, I miss out because if you don't explore it and you don't, you don't bring it forth, then, then only you hear it. And that's not fair. <laughs> We're meant to hear all the music, you know? And so let your music play. That's so, that's powerful. Goosebumps again. I love it. Goosebumps on a hot day. I'll take it. Girl, we got to get you some AC. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Well, thank you so much. Again, I could talk to you all day. There's so much love and wisdom here. Um, yes. Go seek Lady Holly out. She has so much to share and give. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get the links from her and drop them down below when I repost it and yes. when I post it on all the other places. You got it. I will see you soon, my love. See you soon, my love. Bye -bye. Great, great rest of your day. Thank you so much for having me on. I love oh, you. So good. I love you too. <laughs> later, later. Later.